This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Thursday the 19th of May. In your Squiz today, new data on wages growth. China Airlines crash was likely intentional. A heatwave hits India. And Squiz Kids interview the PM. This is your Squiz today. Wages growth, inflation, the cost of living, all big topics right now, Eliza. New data from the Bureau of Stats shows just how the cost of living is pinching Australians, with annual wages growth falling short of economic forecasts just as inflation is rising. The official numbers, wages grew 0.7% between January to March, taking the annual rate to 2.4%, all while in the same period, inflation rose to 5.1%. Yeah, we're crunching the numbers this morning, Larissa, (laughs) Uh, that wages versus inflation balance, meaning that for the average person, there's more money going out than coming in right now. And analysts say that a small proportion of workers in market-sensitive jobs got larger pay rises, which actually pushed up the average. So it's not actually clear that everyone got a bump over the last year. And all this means that it's going to be a challenge for whichever government comes in after the election on Saturday. Uh, Labor's Anthony Albanese laid the blame for this gap in real wages with the PM. He said that workers are paying the price for a decade of bad policy. Uh, Scott Morrison, in response, said that the best way to help people was to keep the economy chugging along and keep that unemployment rate low, uh, and that in about 18 months, pay packets will be fatter. The data definitely puts the economy firmly back into the discussion in these final days of the campaign. Also popping back onto the polly's radar, COVID. It can be easy to forget that COVID is still a thing with most of the country mask-free and without restrictions, but there are more than 380,000 active cases in Australia right now. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Those COVID cases remain stubbornly high. It was just last week that Australia was a world leader in per capita COVID infections, and obviously there's still a lot of testing going on here. That's having a flow-on effect everywhere. There's disruptions at school, staffing problems, people not returning to the office, sport getting called off. So there's still a lot of COVID discussion in our lives. Scott Morrison said yesterday that he wouldn't return to COVID lockdowns if re-elected as PM and he suggested that Labor was keen on that approach. Uh, For his part, Anthony Albanese said COVID is still a major issue. He vowed to establish a national strategy to deliver better information about the latest on the virus if he was elected on Saturday. Lots going on with wages, inflation and COVID. It's quite the mix. We'll be hearing plenty more in the next few days. A second public inquiry will be held into Kathleen Folbig's conviction over the deaths of her four infant children after new scientific evidence has emerged. For those not familiar with the case, let's start with the background, Eliza. Yeah, so she was convicted in 2003, and that was largely based on diary entries where she expressed her anxieties about motherhood. Uh, she said at the time that they were taken out of context, but that was what happened all those years back. And then last year, 18 years after that conviction, scientists found that at least two of her children carried a mutant gene that may have contributed to their deaths. And that led 90 top doctors and scientists to sign a petition 
opposition calling for her release. Uh, the New South Wales Attorney General Mark Speakman said yesterday that that evidence can't be ignored. He did, though, acknowledge that some in the community might express disbelief over attempts to clear her name. Yeah, there was a public inquiry back in 2018 which had found that there was no natural explanation for the deaths of the babies. But this second public inquiry will now get underway. It was back in March that a China Eastern Airlines flight crashed, killing all 132 on board. Investigations have been ongoing into the cause of the crash, with new evidence showing that it may have been intentional. I can't forget those pictures of that plane nose down, hurtling towards Mm. the ground for what must have been a terrifying three minutes. And now US media is reporting that the flight data from that black box indicates that it was intentionally put in that position by the cockpit. And they went on to find that there's no evidence of any technical malfunction on the plane. The airlines have said previously that the three pilots on board were qualified and in good health, but the data from one of the plane box suggests that the plane did what it was told to do by someone in the cockpit. Over to India now, where the country is sweltering through its fifth heatwave since March. Temps are up past 49 degrees. Eliza, that is hot. Oh, Can you even believe it? But in India, this is the pre-monsoon heat that comes every May and June, but not to these extremes normally. Uh, The other difference this year is that the first heatwave started in March, which is really early. So obviously climate change is the big factor here. Uh, Officials are warning parents of newborns, the sick and the elderly to take special precautions, but that's not easy in a place like Delhi, the capital in India. Uh, The United Nations has noted that poor people have fewer resources to stay inside and keep cool. And that's hard to do with big spikes in demand for power, which has led to outages in many states. The average maximum temperatures for the month were the highest in 122 years. Before we head into some lighter news, a quick look at our Squiz shortcuts this week, Eliza. You and Claire take a look at billionaire tech founder Mike Cannon Brooks. He's been in the news a lot recently on the back of his attempt to buy energy retailer AGL, so we thought we should get to know a bit about him. So he wants to completely change AGL, which is Australia's biggest power generator, and speed up its move away from coal. Uh, The AGL board has other ideas, so that fight alone is really fascinating. Uh, But Mike Cannon-Brooks has done a lot in the climate space before the AGL bid. Uh, His tech company Atlassian propelled him to fame and fortune. He's a really wealthy guy, but his version of corporate clothing is the T-shirt and jeans with a cap. Uh, So we take a look at his really interesting life. Gives you a bit of context and background to someone who will likely continue to crop up in the news. It'll also get you quickly across Atlassian, the company that he founded with Scott Farquhar. It's also a big Aussie success. Story. You can find Squiz Shortcuts by searching in your podcasting app, but I'll also put a link in your episode notes. And apologies in advance if this puts you off your brekkie, but the latest pizza to be added to the menu in Pizza Hut in Taiwan is uh, quite something, Eliza. Yeah, sure is. So the popcorn chicken pizza sounds a bit quirky, but maybe okay. (laughs) Maybe okay. Maybe. But then on closer inspection, it's also topped with tempura squid rings and Oreos. (laughs) 
the so Oreos I really don't know about that mix. I think the Oreos are clearly put on afterwards as a garnish, but the crust has kind of been molded into these 10 rounded corners. So think like the pizza version of a starfish. And then mm. the Oreos are placed on each of those corners. And I'm going to say it's a bold pizza. And mm-hmm. I think I'm more of a classic pizza person. That's a very safe way to go there. I'm going to say I wouldn't touch it with a 20-foot pole. It's a lot to look at. Uh, it, it would be a lot to, to think about eating, but I'll pop a link to it in your episode notes if you want to check it out. Squiz the day, Eliza. What are you taking note of today? Well, it's a very important day, Larissa. Only two sleeps to the election, but it's mm-hmm. also the fourth anniversary of Harry and Meghan's wedding. Ah. I don't even think we need to give them context. Everybody <laughs> knows Harry and Meghan. I still remember her wedding dress. It was beautiful. I loved it. Uh, but perhaps not as much as I love the Oprah interview. Ah. Uh, but look, happy, very happy day to them. Love a bit of royal watching. I was a big fan of her second dress. Absolutely loved that one. Oh, the second dress. I'm going to have to go and look that up again. It's that high-necked one she wore oh, when they got yes. in the car. Yeah, very beautiful. (laughs) I have got to give the Squeeze Kids podcast a plug here. They interviewed Prime Minister Scott Morrison ahead of the election. Lots of hard-hitting questions like you'd expect from a bunch of primary school kids, like if he ever got in trouble at school, if his family gets embarrassed when he picks up the ukulele. (laughs) You can find Squeeze Kids in your podcasting app to have a listen to that one. Also, stay listening for Squeeze the Election. We take a quick look at the policies getting a run this campaign and why perhaps there hasn't been as much of a focus on ideas as personality this election. One more Squiz the Election episode to come tomorrow and then our final election-themed Ask the Squiz on Saturday. It is all getting close to the end, Eliza. That's all for today. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.